This is the Side Hustle Social Podcast. I am Will and I am your host. Thank you for joining the conversation today. We'll be speaking with a student and an influencer who has experienced both winning and losing social media. We will talk about their hurdles and their victories. First, if you have not already, please subscribe and review the show. Now, let's join the conversation. Hello, everybody. I've got the amazing Ben Johnston on the line with me today. And uh, great, great young man, great guy. Uh, love his work. He's a videographer, photographer, graphic designer, and anything else you can imagine with that. And Ben, how are you doing today? Really good. Sweet. Well, that's awesome. Well, why don't you tell my uh, awesome people uh, along with yourself, why don't you Thank tell you us a little me. bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, well, I'm 28. Uh, uh, currently live in Indiana. Um, and as you said, I'm a photographer, videographer. Um, I, I just kind of simplify it now and just kind of say content creator because that kind of just wraps everything up into uh, just one kind of nice bunch of pretty much any type of content you see on the website or social medias. It kind of just encompasses it all. What, caught, what uh, brought you to make a decision to become all of those things? I mean, what, what drove you to that? Well, um, originally, I actually was not going to be in doing video or photos or anything. I actually wanted to start and be a um, music producer. Um, so I took a, a course in high school um, called Music and Sound Production, and I really fell in love with just making audio sound really good and you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I applied for college and didn't get into the music school um, because of some things that kind of messed up on my application process. Mm -hmm. um, so I talked with um, a few friends and they're like, well, you can go into the telecommunications field and study audio production, which is the exact same thing, just not really, you know, getting to work with the music level sound production. Um, and so one of the courses that I had to take was intro to video. And from that point forward, once they handed me a video camera, uh, it kind of just skyrocketed and I absolutely fell in love with it and kind of left the audio world just in the dust, really. There you go. So it's amazing what we find out we really like to do when we don't get what we want in the long run, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, never in my wildest dreams I thought I'd be doing this here and well here we are right so right that's awesome so what has been uh, been your greatest challenge in graphic design I know it's not the easiest field to be in right um, as far as graphic design goes um, it the real big struggle for me has just been um, kind of breaking out of that barrier and really trying to push my creative ability um, as much as I can. That's pretty good. So uh, now I know we're aside from the video, uh, sorry, the graphic design, but mm -hmm. what about the videography and the photography? What has been the brick wall that you've come on to that? So I know you've expressed that frustration before and I kind of want to get an idea of what that is. For you. Yeah. So the big thing for me, um, especially with the video, cause, um, 
I actually took up photography just as a hobby um, after I got kind of um, my feet wet in videography and everything. And I didn't really want to, you know, I wanted to try something new. Um, so I got into photography. Um, and my big thing right now is um, <laughs> me being very young in the field. And um, most people who I'm competing against have years and years of experience under their belt um, who are in their thirties and forties. Um, and so that, that's the big thing for me that I've been trying to kind of push around. And so um, one thing that I've just been doing has just been creating for myself, really um, trying to find creative outlets that I enjoy um, and still kind of keep that fun going. Um, and then, you know, when I can find a job here and there, um, you know, it's great. Um, so currently I'm reaching out to many different companies, um, music artists and all that kind of stuff, offering to do, you know, free services here and there just to get my foot in the door. Um, and that's kind of seemed to have been working really well right now. That's awesome. So I guess we can expect to see you on some of the hot names soon, right? Uh, I'm hoping so. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Hey, I got to give you a compliment. When I first uh, came across your work, it's like, my God, this guy has been in this business for years. And just hearing that you haven't been in that long <laughs> really ticks me off, just to be really honest with you. <laughs> with you. <clears throat> so... Uh, but anyway, no, but seriously though, um, your work is great. I mean, I, um, thank you. I was just watching your videos the other day. I was like, man, he's got some good quality on these and, uh, <laughs> you don't get that very much anymore. A lot of people are just, let's just shoot, let's just point and shoot and hope it looks good and put it out there. You seem to really like what you do and mm -hmm. really put some pride behind that. Why is that? Um, I mean, so I've been a real big movie buff since the beginning. Um, always loved going to movies, kind of getting lost in the story. Um, mm -hmm. And as my shirt says, I'm, if you couldn't tell, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Um, there you go. So that's one thing that I've really liked is mm -hmm. the production value behind movies. And so that's kind of where I want to take my skills is give the short form content but at a movie level. Um, and so it actually kind of started when um, my best friend and now best man um, was getting ready to go out on a local uh, reservoir and lake here in Indiana. Um, and so he was like, hey, like you have a GoPro, like bring it out, like we'll film a little bit and just have some fun. So that turned into four months of recording um, and it was probably the longest recording session I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and then to go through that, I probably had, I had probably 20 hours worth of footage that I had to go through. And so I made, yeah. And so I made this lake video for them. And so now I'm going to be going on to my fifth year doing that for them. Um, and it's just something that I really love. And it all just started with just a GoPro Hero 4 black version. And that was about it. And it really just started from there. That's awesome. What is that your go-to uh, equipment that you like, or have you upgraded since then? Um, I've currently upgraded. Um, I actually have all of my equipment actually behind me and to my right. It's in a very, very jumbled mess uh, that my fiance does not like looking at. Um, <laughs> but no, so yeah, if I can, um, you know, when I want to be a little bit more kind of, you know, um, inconspicuous, I pull out the GoPros. 
Um, but I currently use a Sony a6300 um, as my main camera just because I like to get, um, I actually shoot in all slow motion just mm -hmm. because um, I really love slow motion, even though most people nowadays find it to be oversaturated and overused. Um, but I really love it just because there's the, there are those moments that you capture that you're like, oh, I wish I got this in slow motion. And then, you know, I go back and boom, I'm right there, ready to go. I was going to say, you can make those slow motions any more faster. So exactly. why not, right? So you said you're getting married. Do we have a date yet? Yep, I'm getting married uh, this year, July 11th. Nice. Well, let me give you some advice. Marriage is awesome. So. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I've actually known my fiance since I was five years old. Well, there you go. You can't go wrong with that. There are no <laughs> <Exactly>. surprises there. <laughs> no, not at all. That's awesome. Well, I, I will tell you that marriage is amazing. You'll get a lot of people that'll say otherwise and give you some scary advice and yeah, shrug it off. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I love it. I, we will be married 13 years in March. So believe Congratulations. me. Congratulations. Thank you. It's worth it. And I tell people we lasted longer than Britney Spears' marriage twice. So <laughs> probably even more than her career too. I'm just going to say, you know, I thought I'd leave that one alone, but does that really compare to her career? Anyway, we need to stop. So, <laughs> to my audience, I had been laughing earlier. As you can tell, my voice is a little bit off. We were, I was giving him my Bill Clinton impersonation. And I can't do that here. Very good impersonation. I'm telling you what, if I do it here, I might offend half my audience. I hate to do that, you know. <clears throat> but um anyway so uh with that the, with your uh, wedding coming up in july gotta ask are you going to video your own wedding <laughs> i that's been the one question um that everyone has asked me and yeah. i actually took some time and thought about it i was like well i have all the equipment i know i can do it yeah. um but no i'm actually going to i actually hired a videographer um yeah. and he's actually um somebody that I got recommended to me um, and great guy. I'm excited to work with him, um, but I actually still am going to have all my equipment with me um, and I'm still going to shoot my own, but it's going to be more of like from my perspective yep. and kind of just going into the whole process of the actual day and not mm -hmm. everything leading up to it. Um, just cause I think it'll be a little bit more fun for me to, to film it myself and get those things that, you know, he might not be able to get. Yeah. So well, you'll get two different perspectives as well. You'll get his and yours and inside exactly. and outside. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was intrigued on if you could do it all on your own, do your own wedding. And have a feeling your fiance may not like that 100%. I don't know. Well, she actually gave me full like creative control over the photographer and videographer for, for the wedding for the fact that since I do it for a living, she's like, yeah, I'm not really going to question you on anything of that sort. You can go find the person that you want yeah. because you have specific needs that you need. Yeah. And it's cool that she can relinquish that control because most brides can't do that. Um, yeah. So kudos to her on that. Cause that's really, you know, that has to be difficult for her. So yeah. And it's one thing just <laughs> off her plate that she doesn't have to worry about. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that hundred percent. So we got, we got the videos coming from that coming up soon. I'm sure. What other content are you currently working on? Do you have anything that's pro, uh, that you're working for on currently? Yeah. So um, I actually, at the end of last year, I finished up production on my Lake Life 2019 video. 
Um, okay. So that was about three months of shooting. Um, so I'm actually learning to cut a lot of editing time down now um, with nice. that project alone, which is nice. Um, other than that, um, I'm working on actually um, getting my own kind of podcast and um, YouTube nice. series up and running. Um, so slowly working on getting that process going. Um, yeah. And I'm actually going to be releasing, I think, probably my episode um, on my YouTube channel. I'm hoping at the end of this month. Um, can't really say if it'll happen or not with a lot of other things going on, but I'm hoping that I yeah. can get that episode done. Um, I've actually been working on getting all the content and stuff from yeah. my hard drives all laid out. Um, so yeah, just kind of getting a small little, I wouldn't say documentary, but um, mm -hmm. it's definitely like an into focus on individuals um, in and out of the creative space and kind of um, just have the conversation. That's awesome that you could do that. Um, I wish I had the um, the structure to put it all on my hard drive correctly. I was thinking this morning, oh crap, I got this interview with Ben and I have no idea what I did with the intro. So this ought to be fun, you know? <laughs> and so, and, and I know where it is. I, I joke, but mm -hmm. you know, like got to find that one area. So it's good to be, uh, definitely be uh, organized in that. And uh, you mentioned podcasts. Of course, that's something that's uh, near to me here. What What do you want your podcast to be about? Um, so I really want to talk to um, creatives and just individuals in general um, on kind of getting into their lives and why they've chosen the path that they're on. Talk about the struggles that they've gone into. Um, yeah. And so a lot of the people that I'm actually planning everything out um, and I actually have all my stuff already laid out on my computer monitors right now in my nice. OneNote. And I love, I've started using OneNote now more than anything. And I love that platform Amazing for everything. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I've, um, I started with, um, one of my good friends who is in video as well. Um, just cause I thought, you know, that'd be an easy one to go to because it's pretty much the same questions I'm going to be answering about myself that I can yeah. direct right to him. Um, and then the next few episodes that I'm working on are mm -hmm. some music artists that I've worked with here in Indiana as well. So just kind of diving in, talking about, you know, the struggles that they've noticed and different things as well. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking that I'm going to start branding it called Into Focus um, oh, so that, you, you know, it kind of deals with cameras since that's me and then going into focus on someone's life and really mm -hmm. kind of diving into that. That's a really good idea. I really, um, that really pops for me. I think you could definitely make it very, very well on that. And uh, good Lord, you're busy. How do you keep, how does your fiance like that? <laughs> you're busy a lot right now. So that's the thing is she is actually very busy as well. Um, okay. We're both kind of workaholics. Um, nice. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, the thing that I've really started doing is, um, so my kind of nine to five job um, yeah. is doing social media and other content creation for a manufacturer here in Indiana. And so um, I've actually had my hours switched from eight to five to seven to four. And oh, so that's a big, big difference. It's, yeah. It, a lot of it's people don't get that. been great since I've started kind of focusing more on my own personal content now. Yeah. Um, Cause now I can come home. I'm home by four 30 and I have until probably like 7.30 or 8 to kind of focus on my own stuff now, which is nice. Um, yeah. But the thing that I've been doing has been 
keeping that same schedule Saturday and Sunday because they're like off days, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to not view them as off days. I'm trying to use those days as content creation, content observation as well. Um, And that's one thing that I've kind of tried to really instill in myself is I'm, my brain will just turn on and by like 6.37 AM I'm up, Mm -hmm. I'm usually at my desk, the lights are off in my apartment and I'm just trying to observe what other creators are doing as well as design my own brand and everything else as well. That's a, that's really good that you can do that and devote the time to that. And that your fiance is the same way. I mean, she mm-hmm. sounds like she would be up at six o'clock in the morning working hard, just like you have been. That one hour difference is huge. Oh I mean, yeah. I've been it's so huge. happy with it. Yeah. It's, it's huge. A lot of people don't understand why. Um, tell, tell them why I know why, but what, what is the biggest change that you've seen in that? Why is it that it's better for you? Um, so when I was eight to five, I, at any job, eight to five, um, you get home at five, you're stuck in traffic, you're trying to wind down on the drive home and then you get home and you're just like, Hmm, I don't really want to do anything. I just want to watch TV, relax, yeah. have dinner, go to bed. Yeah. Whereas now I get home by four thirty, and I sit down and I'll knock out probably some motion graphics and after effects or something. And I'll look at the clock and it's five thirty, six o'clock. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. I still have two to three more hours that I mm-hmm. can spend dedicated to that. And then as far as taking that into the weekends, mm-hmm. I'll be up by seven. I'll look at the clock and it'll say nine o'clock. Cause now that it's kind of getting into spring, the sun's still slowly rising yeah. And as you can see behind, I don't have much light trying to come in so that it's more of a focus on the work around me instead of the light and everything else kind of as a distraction. Absolutely. And it's just been great. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Um, I'm fortunate that now I don't have to deal with as much traffic um, on when I, when I was working eight to five. I I worked in St. Louis and had an hour drive home and that was on a good day. Mm -hmm. By the time I got home, it's like, this is, I don't want to do anything. And then when I moved over to what I'm doing now, my IT career, I don't have that. I got to be at work at seven and get home at four. I'm good. And uh, by the time I get home, I'm ready to go. I've listened to a podcast on my way home from work. I'll pop in my earbud and make a recording like this. I know people frown upon that, but, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? You got to mm-hmm. you know make the best of your time. And when you have three kids and stuff, well, you're trying to balance everything anyway. Oh, so, exactly. you know what I mean? And so just add that to it. And you as a semi-single person, um, I don't really like to call you single because you're engaged. So we're not going to call you single. Um, but uh, someone who has a relationship and all that don't have the kids yet you're trying to find that healthy balance with that as well. And it does not change when you get older. So um, actually I think it becomes a little more, uh, a little more hectic, but you've Mm -hmm. challenged yourself to be in the right place at the right time to do what you need to do. And um, that drive that you have, have you always had that growing up? Um, That's something that you had to teach yourself. I definitely had to teach myself. um, And it didn't start until probably, uh, 
when I left the position that I'm in now in about 2017. Um, so I've actually kind of been teaching myself this for a, for a very short amount of time and I'm still learning from it. Um, yeah. cause I, this is my second time around with the company that I'm with. Um, and the thing that I've just noticed is I just have to find the time. And if I can't, I, I kind of have to force myself a little bit just so that I get in that mindset to, you know, continually either observe and then create or create and then go back and review what I've done mm -hmm. and then see where I can improve. Absolutely. So with this being your second time around with this company, a lot of people think that that's a bad thing. Um, I actually, yeah. I actually find it to be really good. I work mm -hmm. uh, several different with the IT career. I mean, people come and go and they come back. They're like, yeah, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I'm here I am again. How did you handle re-entering into this company again once you left? So I went in with a different mindset um, that I had when I left. Um, so when I left, I wanted to build my own um, mm -hmm. media conglomerate. Um, I wanted to pretty much do what I'm doing for them by myself, mm -hmm. get clients and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, didn't realize how much of a financial burden it was going to be when I went Huge. into it. Um, I was like, okay, well, I have all my own video equipment. It's just finding clients that are going to be willing to pay me for this. Yeah. And in the end, I found it a lot harder because of kind of how young I look. Um, yeah. Most people don't think that I'm 28 when I have a shaved face and everything. Most people mm -hmm. are like, oh, you're like 16, 18. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. Um, yeah. But that's one struggle that I had to just realize and then just show them that, you know, here's the work that I'm doing. I've been out of school for this long. I can do the work. You just have to trust me. Yeah. Um, and so actually going back into the company, I came in as a freelance um, videographer for them. And then it slowly worked back into um, the job I have now. That's pretty good that you can recognize that. A lot of people have a lot of pride or like, well, no, it's the company. I know it's the company. It's not me. It's other people. But mm -hmm. you recognize that there is a struggle out there. Um, and unfortunately, in today's society or any society, we look upon young people and we go, yeah. And, and that's sad because we have such great talent out there. Mm -hmm which is why I have people like yourself on this program. Cause I mean, hello, I'm going to broadcast your rear end everywhere I can uh, because we, we need to get behind the younger people. And I'm not much older than you. So I sound like I'm 50. I'm not even close to that, but, um, <laughs> but you know, what I am saying is I was there when I was in my twenties where I had the mm -hmm. same struggle. It's like, every time people looked up, I'm like, you look like you're 12 and you know, well, I'm not, <laughs> you know, right. And if you're going to look at me that way, maybe I don't want to do this for you, you know, which is exactly. was my mentality back then. And then you have to come to the point where you're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not 12. I'm not 15, 16. I'm 20, whatever. My age has nothing to do with it. Let me show you what I can do and kick butt while I'm doing it. And, then, exactly. and that's what you're showing right now. So how have you, this at this point, how have you been able to jump that hurdle of being young in this 
this field? What have you done to to start showing yourself? I know it's early on, so I know you yeah. may not know the answer yet, but what are you doing currently? Uh, I'm still just kind of putting in the grind. Um, and honestly, that grind, I feel like has kind of always been there in a way. Um, mm -hmm just because of the athletics that I did in high school and middle school. Um, my mom always instilled in me, you know, what you need to do is just mentally hear that pitter patter of someone else's footsteps coming up behind you because knowing that someone else is always going to be better than you be yeah. better in a certain way than you. I mean, there's kids that are still in high school or that didn't even go to college or anything that are better videographers than me. And I know that I've seen their work and I just have to, you know, mentally hear that pitter patter and be like, you know what, I'm going to put in this three hours of work. I'm going to get it done. And I just need to keep pushing and mm -hmm. keep adapting and keep learning. Um, and that's one thing that I've definitely been trying to work on has been the learning aspect whether it's like the graphic design or starting in motion graphics um, mm -hmm. and just kind of start at a baseline, whether it's getting templates or work that's already been done and then adjust minor things and try and figure out, you know, okay, if I do this here, then I can adapt and manipulate this here and just kind of teaching myself more and more so that I'm more marketable in the future. I think that you've got the right mindset for that. Uh, one thing that I learned, and your mom probably can agree with this and yourself as well, is that you're mm -hmm. always you're always training your replacement because oh, yeah. you'll you won't always be in the same place that you're at. You're always progressing. When you want to leave behind a spot where someone can come up behind you, and hopefully do better than you did, so that they can progress and they can train. The, it, it's a never-ending cycle. And I think that's very important. And I'm glad you're starting at an early age because a lot of people get discouraged by that and go, mm -hmm. well, what? And they're not going to take me serious till I'm 30. Then why worry about now? Right. And the thing is, is you're structuring and setting yourself up for that. And, and so here's the obvious question. Has it been easy? No, not at all. Um, yeah. the, the one thing and kind of going off of your comment of always training the next generation is, um, I've actually been training my friends who have no background in video whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's one thing that I actually have started to really love and um, have kind of slowly started thinking about more of like the YouTube background now of getting into it and trying to teach the younger generation. Um, mm -hmm. And so I started with my, my best friends, um, you know, first person bought a GoPro. He's like, how do I use this? I want to, capture stuff so that I can send you the video and then you edit a video for me. Um, the next friend went and bought um, a 360 camera. Same thing. Here's all my video files. I actually just recently with um, my best friend's girlfriend just bought him a drone and he actually is taking it to, yeah, I bought a drone for my friend. Uh, okay. That was not cheap. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That How much was are you making again? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, not not enough to be buying everyone a drone. I know that's so right. That's, yeah, when he asked, he was. I was like, "What do you want for Christmas?" He's like, "I want a drone." I'm like, "What else do you want for Christmas?" Yeah, He's you like, better believe it. Yeah, because he knew I had one that I bought from a buddy of mine and he yeah. knew I got it for a discount because he and I were friends and yeah. he's like, well, why can't you just give me your drone? I was like, well, my drone's broken. I've crashed it twice and I don't want to give it to you. 
Yeah, exactly. And of course, you know, those drones are not easy to fly anyway. Oh, not at all. And so I was like, when I bought it, his girlfriend was just like, look, I don't know what I'm looking for. So I'm just going to give it to you for you to purchase it because you're the photo and video guy. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I don't mind doing that at all. So I went Best Buy, got him a drone. I got him the uh, DJI Mavic Mini um, Mm -hmm. just because it's very small, very compact, very easy to learn for beginners. And he seems to be liking it. I got him a two-year protection plan for it for a reason. <laughs> That's so good I'm not really that. mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially with, with all the stuff cost. that I've kind of already broken myself and yeah. then having to replace my own equipment. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do this for you automatically. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's $50. I don't care. I'm paying for the two-year plan because that uh, they crash so easily anymore, especially mm-hmm. You know, but they're so and that's cool what I did for my friend's 360 camera that he spent yeah. $800 on. And I'm like, get the protection plan. I was like, you're yeah. not going to regret it. No. Five months no, later, you, yeah. we broke it and I took it in and they gave me a brand new one immediately. No questions nice. asked. So it was, yeah. it was great. And it's definitely worth getting a protection plan on. Yeah, especially with equipment, equipment like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So if you could leave my guests, uh, my listeners, anything today, what would be the one thing that you would like to leave them? Um, wow, that, that's one question I actually knew that was coming. <laughs> and I was trying to prepare my answer for it all week long. Yeah. And I guess my one thing would be is don't be scared to get out and create. Um, you know, capture those moments that you want to capture, whether it's Mm -hmm. for you, for your family, for whoever, just go out, capture the moments and just remember that, you know, your skills are always going to improve. It's going to take time. You know, the professionals out there were in the same position as you were. So, you know, don't be scared to kind of jump into it head first even if it's just using, you know, an iPhone or whatever phone you have, start small, work your way up. You don't have to go and spend, you know, boatloads of money on equipment anymore. Your camera phone is always on you. Even if it's, you know, deleting all your photos and putting stuff on a Google drive or whatever, but just Mm -hmm. go out, create, and just enjoy and capture the moments. That's awesome. And I have to agree with you on that 110%. I kind of figured you'd be prepared for that with just the email that you sent me. So what are we going to talk about? That's on <laughs> you. You know, uh, we make it easy on the show. We just want to enjoy it, right? Exactly. Well, absolutely. And I have to agree with you. Um, and, and also not being afraid to make mistakes um, mm-hmm. along the way is huge. Because oh, yeah, I've made videographer, Oh, I bet. How many hours have you deleted going, dear God, this is horrible. (laughs) I've done that so many times or I've spent money on equipment that I thought that I needed and it just sits and collects dust. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I could go back and stop myself from spending that money. Yeah. Especially on equipment when it's that expensive, you know, but yeah, but it happens and you learn from it. Yeah. You never know until you do it right. Exactly. So uh, reminds me of Thomas Edison. He said, uh, someone asked him when he was creating a light bulb, how's it feel to fail 10,000 times? Because I didn't fi- fail. I just found 10,000 ways it didn't work. Yep. And all I have to say is I hope I could figure this out before the 10,000. It gets expensive after a while. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> so, well, it has been an honor having you on the show. Um, truly you are a, a blessing and just watching your, um, just watching you grow. I cannot wait to see where this takes you. It's going to be good. I have a feeling it's going to be good. So, and uh, we're just going to hope that I'm, I'm right. And Bill Clinton's wrong. And so uh, <laughs> it's been an honor having you. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. It's, My it's pleasure. been an honor. So what